0: Wrestle Wrestle Ha Wrestle 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 Ha Wrestle Wrestle Wrestle, hard. wrestle, 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 wrestle hard. Wrestling Parents. This one's for you. Welcome back to Mindset Monday. Gene and Jeff eddie your coast-to-coast mindset coaches from Wrestling Mindset. Wrestling Mindset is a wrestling specific sports psychology program dedicated to helping athletes overcome their mental blocks and win more in wrestling and in life. One of the top questions we usually hear, what is it, Jeff? From our parents, they say, they say what? They want to know what they could do.
2: How can I help my kids in the postseason? Postseason's coming up. This is where they're all, all their goals could come to fruition. What, what do I do? What do I tell them? Do I stay out of the way? Do I give them more information? What do I do?
0: I think, about, I think back to John Smith's how low can you go series when he showed when a guy gets caught at the knees because they took a bad shot. What do I do, coach? What do I do? What you do is you get scored upon. So don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) But nonetheless, nonetheless, we were going through some of our old wrestling mindset notes. And and I was actually some old text messages that we sent out to all of the parents. So at this time, this is 2015, where we had far fewer people on the mindset program. We were actually personally texting almost all the parents. And so this is February 18th, 2015, so almost seven years ago now at this point. Uh, and so basically we could, we could call this, for the lack of a better title, Open Letter to Confused Parents. <laughs> so first we explain that this is the message I'm sending to all of our wrestling mindset parents regarding districts, districts regions, and states. That's, that's how the postseason works in New Jersey. And also I don't want parents to feel singled out that we're just sending it to you because you have a problem. No, this is to everyone so introduction this is the time of year we've all been waiting for the postseason during this period of time we want your son or daughter to be at his or her very best i wanted to take some time to give parents some pointers on things they can do to help the parents who follow our advice are giving their sons and daughters the best opportunity to win these next few weeks please remember we speak to your sons and daughters regularly and we know what negatively affects them mentally on the mat. In no way are we trying to tell anyone how to parent. Tips for these next three weeks. I know it's not easy, but trust me, you'll be thankful you did this when it's over. Number one, be a parent, not a coach. Number two, keep the mood light and fun at home. We told your kids not to think about wrestling this week. Home should be a safe place to just be be and relax. Three, don't compare them to anyone else. Four, less is more. Don't bring up wrestling to your son or daughter unless he or she brings it up to you first. Five, don't bring up rankings, records, forums, social media now, seedings, predictions, or pastimes your son or daughter wrestled this kid. Six, don't post on social media. This makes kids feel added pressure also, don't talk about anything you read on social media. Seven, put the paper away. This makes kids feel like it's a big event. You don't want them to. You do not want them to making this next few weeks special. Seven or eight. If, if your son or daughter comes to you, remind them rankings, records, seedings, predictions mean absolutely nothing. Tell them to focus on one feeling good out there Two. Be aggressive and pull the trigger on your moves. But again, only if they come to you first. Next, don't make make this special. Do not make this special. Nine out of ten times when you make something special, you wrestle worse. Next, keep perspective. You're proud of him or her no matter what. Remind your son or daughter that life is much bigger than wrestling. Live wrestling is live wrestling. Do not make these weeks special. Just have fun. Next. Avoid these phrases or any variation. This is it. Do or die. Make it or break it. It's now or never. There is no tomorrow. This is what you've worked hard for your whole life. Time to step it up a notch, Etc. Etc. Next, when in doubt, leave them alone. Please trust that we are doing right by them on the things they should be focusing on. And then just to recap, one, keep the mood at home light, two, Only talk about wrestling if they bring it up first. Three, your only pointer should be just have fun. Rankings mean nothing. Focus on feeling good and pulling the trigger. I'm proud of you no matter what. And four, when in doubt, leave them alone. Please do this and you could sleep well knowing you did your part to help your kids stay in a good place mentally. We want to see your kids wrestle their very best, just like you do. Let's try to do our part to facilitate a great performance, which sometimes means stepping out of the way and leaving them alone. If you have any questions please feel free to call or text me at any time and after reading this i'm sure jeff will agree we, we could have wrote this yesterday
2: that's right nothing has really changed
0: since this message how many years ago say seven years ago it was 2015. This, this was a message that i sent out to all these parents on february 18th 2015.
2: yeah and i remember we've sent the same thing out several times after that But that was the original message so what I mean, we don't have to go through every single point individually, but we'll we'll go through a few. The first one I think of is th- that was the first one you listed: be a parent, not a coach. So one of our great mindset coaches, Chris Krieger, he he posted up, um, he tweeted out the other day, and I think it had like over a thousand likes and and over a few hundred reshares, retweets, and he said this, and he was he was speaking specifically to to fathers, the dads, about their sons, but of course. This goes to moms, to dads, about your sons and daughters. This is what mindset coach Chris Krieger had wrote. Dear dads, heading into districts, remind your sons you love them. If things go south on Saturday, I know you'll be hurting, but I guarantee no one will be hurting worse than your son. That first interaction could determine a lot about your future relationship. Just hug them and say, I love you. Very simple. So that goes back to the first thing that Gene that wrote in this letter. Be a parent, not a coach. You know, that's, those are the things they're going to remember. And at the end of the day, they have coaches. They have people that are are working on their technique, right? How, what they should be focusing on. Be a parent. I, I guess the challenge here would be if you're, if you are their parent and their coach. And in that case, I would say coach them in the wrestling room, coach them on the mat. And then once the mat is o- matches over, think about what, what should I do as a parent? That would be a tough balance, but it's like, I would just cut it right away. Match is over. Now you're dad or mom.
0: And when we speak to the kids, that's exactly what they want. And at the end of the day, just just tell them you love them, right? And you hear a lot of people say, focusing on, I just love watching you compete. Uh, the Notre Dame coach, he was big on saying that. I, I, I love watching this team play, and you know they're they're coached well, and they're their, in their um, sports psychology Amber Selking, who will have on one of our one of our shows, she has a book of uh, on on mental performance. It has a Notre Dame football helmet, a uh, gold helmet, which is a brain and play like a champion today, but it's, it's true. Like it's, you know, a lot of people are saying it just focus on, Hey, I love watching you compete. And, um, when in doubt, I go, I go back to the priest at our church. There was a, there was a girl who was upset because she was crying. Um, you know, she lost a family member and she was, and she was crying, trying, I guess, like say some words about the family member. And the priest said, just tell him you love him. (laughs) And it's, uh, granted it's a different situation, but just tell him you love him.
2: Yep. Yeah, and this goes for siblings, too. Really, anyone who's close to their to the wrestler, right? It could be a brother. It could be a sister. You know, personal story, the first thing that I remember after losing in the state finals, clearly the most heartbreaking match. I Don't go there. Don't go. You had to bring me here. I think of the Brands thing when he was just talking about this. But losing in the state finals, I get pinned. I, I book it to the end of the arena. And the first thing that I remember is my two brothers, Gene, who's on the call, and my brother, Greg. And they said that <laughs> they told me I'm proud of you. After I got pinned in the state finals, that's what I remember.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> and well, but that's but that's but you see, it's it's bigger. Um no, this this is good for video. But it's but it's true. But the thing is, that's what it's about. And at the end of the day, it's about family. And look, you look back and everything, and here we are doing the podcast, and we're still trying to crack that code with wrestling and we're still, and and, it, and it's about family. And now you have Greg, who is a, a, you know, a priest. And what's he doing? He's, he's bringing that wrestling mindset now to his parish and fanatical devotion to God. And that's really what it's about, the whole wrestling mindset. I know we're detouring a little bit, but it's really to regain our composure before we go back into this. But it's true. A universal lesson is that we're working with our teams of any sport we're working with our corporations or the san francisco conservatory of music or the huntington learning center it's that we're trying to bring a wrestling mindset to those places because every everyone needs what wrestling brought to us and it's perspective it really is perspective so wrestling is a great place you could do it where you could learn it you might as well so i guess getting back to the story now feel a little bit more composed that's right and that's what the kids are going to remember. At the end of the day, it was it was the, it was about family. It was about friends. And I have to say again, we got to say it again, shouting back out to Don Ernst, CJA Wrestling. That was something that was very stressed. It was about family. Where well, we went to our wrestling club, it really was about families. The, the, the dads got along. We just had that kind of environment. So you're proud of them, no matter what. It's not important, and don't just assume the kid knows it. You say it. You say it.
2: That's right. And it goes for coaches, too, right? The coach, yes, you're their technical coach. But the second thing I can remember is my assistant coach saying, you know, if this is the worst thing that happens to you in life, consider yourself a lucky man. Coach Mack. Coach Mack. And he, and he wasn't a man of many words. You know, when it came to our wrestling career, he didn't he didn't talk to us a lot about, you know, he wasn't overly involved in our technique or our mindset. But that was something that I'll, I'll remember forever. It's, it's saying the right thing at the right time. And it's usually not a... That has nothing to do with wrestling. It has nothing. It's perspective, right? It's it's big picture, and those are the things you remember. And it's like you remember people cared about you, and you know it's it's not the it's not the winner the loss. It's what what do you take from those lessons, right? So just just remember the impact that you have on your wrestler goes beyond the technique. It's not going to be the technique. They, hopefully, they remember your technique, right? But there's going to be more important things that have way greater of an impact on the mat and off the mat.
0: Right. And you said after the state finals, you had a lot of really nice messages. Dave Esposito wrote you a letter yep. and saying, saying that
1: um, yeah, I looked up
2: to my, my whole life of wrestling. You know, those those are things you remember. My dad wrote me a letter. Right. I know he, he wrote you one as well. It's like those are the things that, you know, like you said, don't don't just assume they know it. Of course, the kid probably knows that you love him. Right. Yeah. But it, when you say it at the right time or when you, you give him a meaningful letter or a note, something something small. They they stick with you. Thanks. Keep going. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring another
0: another good point out here. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, there's just countless examples. I, I the, my head is just filling with examples. We're probably just beating a dead horse. Uh, it's. It's
2: <laughs> last, last one. My my mom gave me this before my senior year in the um in the region finals, or maybe my junior year, and it's just a you know dear son note. Um, basically, just saying that how much she cares. She's proud and she loves you. Those are things you remember, and you hang on to those.
0: Yeah, and and it's and it's not necessary. So two things I'll I'll say with this, <laughs> where you want to let them know you love them. I wouldn't make it into a whole big drawn out ordeal, right? Because that could backfire too. Exactly, but yeah. but like just remind them, it's okay. I love watching you wrestle. I'm proud of you no matter what. And then I would I would save the more like if you're going to go into a more emotional thing, I'd go into that more after the competitions are over because not to elevate it, right? We've we've seen that too. That exactly. Is- I don't,
2: you're yeah. not giving the big pep, the big pep talk, or the big emotional. Sp- and these weren't big pep talks. These were just things that were mentioned or handed to me. And I don't even know if anything was said when I when I got that. But it was just, you know, here you go. So you don't want to make the event too big because that's another thing that you heard over and over on this in this letter. Don't make it special. If you're looking to, to deliver the Gettysburg Address or the big pep talk before the event, it's probably only going to hurt them. So it's it's a fine line, definitely. It it
0: is perspective perspective's big treating it the same look if you don't normally give a big pep talk before a practice why and they're wrestling well in practice they're doing well in the off season in season there's no reason to start beefing it up like this time of year is is more important or or, you know more special
2: a quick break from today's podcast wrestling season is here wrestling mindset is the number one wrestling specific program anywhere in the world this season make sure to work with the wrestling mindset coach to get the mental edge so that you can build confidence, stay motivated, and bring out your best when it means the most. Wrestling Mindset works with hundreds of wrestlers and teams each year. We have a special offer this season for our podcast listeners. Go to our website at WrestlingMindset.com, click on the free trial session, type your name and information. In the last section, you'll see additional information. Type in Podcast Discount. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount and teams will have a $200 discount for any team program. Again, go to WrestlingMindset.com, click on the free trial session, type in podcast discount under additional information. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount in their first month, and teams will receive a $200 discount in any team program. Get the mental edge today. Now back to our podcast.
0: Everything's important, but nothing special. So it starts with you as a parent. We get it. It's a lot of times it's a lot tougher to deal with as a, as a parent or a sibling than it is even a wrestler because right with wrestling with wrestling it's like okay you were you were thinking about it the whole week now think about when we would watch greg wrestle in college where it's like we're going about our business we're doing our wrestling month, that thing we're not with greg on a day-to-day basis and then all of a sudden boom we're in the rack we're right there and it's like it almost feels like no time has passed since we've been in a competitive setting and it's like all right let's go and we start getting fired up like they could read that they you know in other words your competitor, your athlete, your son or your daughter or your team can read your body language. So you do want to, it. It would help if you want to be the parent who, who, you know, gives your kid the best or is able to maximize their performance. Think about it a little bit ahead of time. Visualize it. You mentally rehearse. What's your body language going to be like? How are you going to convey like a calm, positive energy or, you know, like think kale. Right. Kale's a good example of that. And his dad just said it on Wrestling Changed My Life. Shout out to Ryan Warner.
2: That's right. Composure. It's, the best coaches are doing that. They, they talk about having fun. They talk about composure. But then they're also, you know, they need to mimic that. They need to lead by example, which is tough when you're a coach, when you're fighting for your athletes. Right? You have to fight at certain moments, for maybe with the ref or the you know, the, the score, things like that. But it, but at the end of the day, it's like I want to impact them positively. I gotta I got to practice what I preach. And that's not an easy thing. So, so like you said, the body language exercises—probably that would be a good thing for the parents to do too.
0: Absolutely. And, and don't expect it to happen on the spot, because it's because your your emotions are going to be high, especially if you're if you're if you're from one of the more uh, exciting, isn't it You know, just just more of an excitable personality. All right. <laughs> yeah. Or,
2: it, the other thing I think of here, uh, I said keep the mood light at home. So you wake up, maybe the tournament's. First round of the tournament is 7 p.m. You wake up at 7 a.m. It's like, all right, you ready to go tonight? No. The answer should be no. Hopefully, you're not ready to go at 7 a.m. You got you got about 12 hours at least until showtime. So we talk about the emotional battery. Think about your cell phone, right? Your cell phone has limited battery. You wake up, it's 100%. If you're, if you're playing with it all day, you're on YouTube, you're on social media, you're texting – guess what's going to happen by the time it's match time, your, your phone's probably going to be dead, right? Or, or it's going to be much lower energy. It's similar with a person. If we wake up, we're fired up, we're intense all day. We get tired during the day unless we have time to recover. So we need to make sure that we, we, we need to know that we only need to be the most intense person out there when it's time to wrestle. 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., it doesn't matter so much. Absolutely, we can't do anything stupid, but we need to make sure that we're recovering we're we're focusing on whatever we have to do in that moment, schoolwork, rest, recovery, and then when it's time to wrestle, we warm up, we do our pre-match routine, we wrestle. That's when we're intense. We got to save that battery throughout the day and um not not deplete it.
0: Yeah, and, and going along with that too, we probably should touch on the um caffeine because a lot of athletes are do a lot of athletes are doing that or they're and there's the day of a competition. There's like where they're thinking about either energy drinks or Five Hour Energy or these kind of things. The, the, the deal is this: if you're prepa- if you're preparing well, if you have a plan, if you have a mindset plan going in and how you're going to relax throughout the day, you don't want to start adding junk to your body, right? Um, you know, it just it just doesn't. It's more of a mental crutch than anything else. I'm not I'm not saying that like a little bit of caffeine is good, like a, well a little bit of coffee or tea at, at the right time. I'm not saying that. It's just don't think about doing more. Don't think about doing too much. Too much more, which a lot of people do. They bring the five-hour energy with them. I've heard parents complain to us about that. Oh, can you tell my kid he doesn't need the five-hour energy? It's like if they're not having it every day, and which they shouldn't be. You don't need that the day of a tournament. So I don't know. It's a minor detour there, but it is it is worth saying. In other words, people do impatient things. They people start doing more than what they normally do once the postseason comes around. What we're really saying, the gist of it is. Do what you normally do. Don't do more, don't do less, do what you normally do, and especially have a plan going in, which is why it's not too late to get some mindset coaching before the postseason, so you really know what you're gonna do. And parents, you thinking about this, and you could reach out to us too. We, we always talk about free trial session for the kids. If there's any parents out there, um, sure, we love your kid to be on the mindset program, but use us as a resource. Write to us questions on the, on the media that best fits your lifestyle whether it be Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, Snapchat's a little hard. I don't really post that much of that. And sometimes I come back to messages that are like, you know, a few weeks old. So don't, don't, don't do, don't do Snapchat or write to us or call us. We're happy to help you with that. But your, your communication, all communication is about 90% body language. Body language is 90% of communication. So you could say something, take it, you know, have fun, have fun out there. Kids see us that's, not authentic. Yep. So act the part.
2: And then we we talked a lot in this list about not bringing up rankings, records, the last time you wrestled the opponent, right? It's like the, those things really doesn't it, they don't matter. You know the quick the quick fixes, whatever you're going to give him, there probably isn't going to work anyway. It's best that he keeps he or she keeps as clear of a mind as possible, right? So it's just avoiding that stuff. The records, this he's ranked this last time. You, it was a close match. It's just focus on today. I, I guess when I think about this, a lot of it is what not to do. So I guess what I, I, I might put you on the spot a little bit. It's like, what are some of the things you should be talking about? So you wake up in the morning, you're sitting with your kid for a half hour before school, or maybe there's a little bit of time where you're, you are you do have with them in the car. What, what should you be talking about? What should you be doing? What are some strategies of what you should do rather than just what we shouldn't do?
0: Shared interests, things that you like, <laughs> things, that you like things that you like, things that are going on. Events that are going to be happening after the season, sometimes that's helpful. We get to – I know a lot of athletes, and I was i was like this too. It's like you're thinking so much about this tournament's coming up, you almost can't see past it. So speaking about what you're going to do in the summer or in the springtime, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, like for a kid. That's right, life goes on. The summer is going to come. The spring is, you know, in all probability, life goes on. So, you know, things are good. So I think that helps thinking beyond the season, just perspective in general, the bigger things, as a parent, your primary goal is to get your kid to heaven, not to be a state champion. <laughs> so uh, you could you could look at that as a, as a shorthand way of saying, just focus on the bigger things in life. You know, so, shared, so you have from the simple things, shared interests, whatever they may be, um, you have seeing past the season What's going to happen in the spring and summer? What you're looking to do, maybe as a family, a, a getaway or a, a nice thing you, you look forward to as a family, and and finally the bigger things in life, morals, values. What, faith. what if the kid brings up wrestling?
2: So your 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 son brings up wrestling about you know the last time they wrestled or or whatever they start to talk about wrestling.
0: Yep, yeah, be be there for him. You you could talk to. Him. It's not. You know, you don't want to be walking on eggshells either. You just want to be aware that if your kid brings up wrestling, kind of look, at, kind of look at it like this. Someone's just opened up the door. It, it, this is see, because wrestling at the end of the day, it's recreation. It's a, it's a glorified rec- recreation, of course, because we're putting so much time into it. But it's recreation, and, and the whole thing is kids are being so. You got to give them space. That's what I'm really saying. This isn't an area where you need to like school. You have to you have to be on top of it a lot more, and then obviously. Faith morals, you have to you have to be on top of it. But when it comes to sports, it's like if they open up a door, they just let you into their house. They let you, they might have let you in through the front door. If you were visiting someone's house, what you wouldn't do is then someone lets you in their house, you just start walking into their kitchen. Now you now you go off into the uh, <laughs> I keep thinking of mom's house. Like, okay, maybe a mom's house, we would go into the <laughs> but we grew up there. But if if you're going into a, a stranger's house, you wouldn't just walk through all the rooms. If a kid invites you into one room, stay in that room. Yeah. If they invite you into another room, then go into that room, and you could be honest with them. But if you if you see that it's starting to cause more agitation, I would step away. And I would pull. I would pump. I would pump the brakes. So that's you know, and then and then also as a parent, what you could be doing is talk about talk about the wrestling mindset information. I mean, could, could that be viewed as a plug for our program? Sure, but this is actually why we do this because this is exactly what we would need during the postseason. So if you want a reliable source, if you want a proven res- uh, resource that's going to give you what you need this time of year, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's us, it's wrestling mindset. And it's our many mindset coaches. We're posting great information on their social media pages. Yep. And then, and then
2: I would arm yourself with the, the mindset principles, right? So if they do start talking about wrestling, what we don't want to do is is go into the list that we talked about. We start talking about rankings. Last time we wrestled and this or that. It's like talk about your first mindset principle. You don't have to really go too much further than that. Right. If you know the first mindset principle, you could probably, you could probably comp- start and finish your conversation with that. I'm thankful for the opportunity to wrestle. So you talk about gratitude, how it's an opportunity, how it's, you know, it's not life or death. This is something that's fun. It's like the the opportunity, it's an opportunity, not an obligation. So you know, I would I would arm yourself with at very least mindset principle number one, if not all four of them. And you could probably start and finish with that principle.
0: I, I get to instead of I have to. And there's a lot at this time you're you should do this. I should do that. And it's, it's more I get to. Good thing to remind remind people also is that a few years ago, the NCAA has just got ripped right out of people's hands. People were down to wait. The seatings were there. Everything was ready to go. And then, boom. So that could happen at any time. And people get people get mono. People get hurt or COVID. COVID really is a situation like that. Just given the the climate of things, someone tests positive. It's like not only I mean, not only might you not be able to compete, your whole team might not be able to compete. Your whole district might not be, be able to compete. Your state tournament might be off. And that could happen like that. Because don't think that couldn't happen, that if all of a sudden a few, several people tested positive one day on day one of the states, they canceled day two. And you would have been in the semifinals, and now you're not wrestling. That could happen. That's a re- You have to see. That's a real possibility. So every match that you get to wrestle, you get to wrestle. It's an opportunity.
1: So enjoy yeah, if, the,
2: if, if the last couple of years weren't an indicator of that, right, if that didn't give that a shot in the arm, I don't know what will. Because, I mean— it's not just that. It's like things can be taken. An injury, a sickness, COVID, te- just testing positive for COVID. If you don't have symptoms, a war, right? Think back not too long ago, there's there's major wars. People can't – they can't do recreation at all because they're at war. And it's like I, – I, you hate to say it, but it's like it's, it's going to happen at some point, right? It's like it's just – it's one of those things where it's like you really have to look at that when you have good perspective and you could uh, maybe – um step out a little bit and just look back at, at the past right or what could possibly happen it's like every time you get to wrestle it really is an opportunity so you can't, you can't stress that enough so as a parent arm yourself with that with gratitude and then probably going back to it's like you know if you are in the car or, or you're going somewhere you're you're eating breakfast have have a plan like we talk about for our wrestlers so if you don't want to talk about wrestling it's almost definitely going to come up if you don't have a plan so it's like all right maybe not this week what am I going to talk about outside of that? Is, is there a vacation after the season? Are we going hunting when the season ends? Well, you know, is there a lesson I could talk to them about their faith and morals? Is there something about school that we could talk about? Arm yourself beforehand so that you can you have actually have a plan. Just like we talk about for our athletes, same thing with with parents. Especially for I don't know, probably both for the talker and not and the non-talker, right? Somebody who's not a big talker. You got to you, you probably got to prepare and then somebody who is a talker is more likely to just go right into it because that's what's that's what's going on uh, on that day or weekend. So either pre- way, prepare,
0: right? Work with your work with your temperament. If you're if you're an introvert, how are you going to say for an introvert? It's like you might only say a few words. So your words to that might have a big impact on the kid for an extrovert. You just you just might loose lips sink ships, right? You just start going on diary of the mouth and now all of a sudden you're off down talking about who they're competing against. So make sure you're, you know, make sure you have a plan. It's true for the wrestlers. It's true for the parents. And I, I hope you really got a lot out of out of this one because this is one of those things that we've seen. I mean, not all, obviously, you probably all seen many examples of of parents blowing it for the kid or just the relationship, not the parents blowing it intentionally, obviously, but the parents just inadvertently just wrecking it. And I've seen this with my with my master's degree thesis, which was on perfectionism and anxiety in wrestlers. So getting to study wrestlers, we found that so perfectionism was made up of six subgroups, sub um, constructs, basically, and two of them had to do with parents, parental criticism and parental expectations. But that's really not the objective parental expectations, the parental criticism. It was the perceived parental expectations, perceived parental criticism. So even if you're not putting even if you're objectively not putting pressure on your kid, like how many parents will say it's like, but I'm not putting pressure on my kid. And it's and, and what I'm saying is, well, he's he's feeling it and I'm not saying that's that's on you, the parent. Right. Obviously, the, the kid could also develop some thicker skin. He could have better coping strategies for dealing with the truth. But I'm saying if we're just spe- if we're strictly speaking about results. The facts don't matter in that situation. All that matters is how they feel. And again, this is a very, very specific situation. We're not talking about faith, morals. So, um Think about what you're saying, how it's coming across. Have conversations with the kid. This is what we just told our team. In fact, we told one of one of the teams that we worked with on our, our last meeting. I said, parents and coaches, you should be having a, a, a sit down talk with your with your kids. At this like these coming weeks, so I told the kids this. So I, said, I told the kids you should sit down with your parents and with your coach at some point in this next week, and you should initiate a meeting of. Hey, this is what I need. This is what I don't need. Talk to me about this. Don't talk to me about that. Um, just having an open conversation and not in a sense of, an, of being a know-it-all, but, hey, this is how you could help me. I really like when, when you joke around with me before a match and we talk about really anything other than wrestling. Or for some people, they might want to tell their parents, you know, hey, I'd really like you to lay off at, the, at this point in time. And as parents, look at that as a compliment that your kid will, will talk to you because a lot of kids won't do that. So have the awkward conversation if you're the parent or the coach. The coach would be doing this with all of their starters if they really want to maximize the team's chances in the postseason. So a little bit of planning goes a long way. And if, and if you need help with, with how to have that parent-coaches meet, the parent-athlete meeting or the coach's athlete meeting, that's what we do. We could help you with that. So reach out to us.
2: Yep, we're going to do the next two weeks. We're going to still focus on the postseason. We'll give some uh, postseason tips, how to peak in the postseason mentally right? We want to peak physically, we want to peak mentally, and we'll continue with that for the next two weeks. Let's close it out.
0: Awesome. Whether it's wrestling, any other sport, school, life, you name it, mindset makes the difference. Get organized, have a plan, plan your work, and work your plan.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,